0: Thank you for tuning in to Listen Up with B-Right, A-K, and E-To-The-B. And we have a special guest with us today, Hoodie's Badge. I'm back, everybody, and louder than ever before. (laughs) Oh, God, no. (laughs) And um, if you guys have any information on the whereabouts of A-K, because we haven't seen her in the past week, you could email or message us on our Listen Up fam Facebook page, because we want to know where the hell is A-K. (laughs) that's always a mystery right saying that people are actually going to start like wonder where she is let's go looking (laughs) think of it it's like a real life version of where's Where's waldo i was going to say where is Carmen san diego but oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so if, if you've seen our beloved um ak please let us know where she is we miss her
1: Okay, this is our segment, In Real Life, where we talk about daily issues or anything in, a, anything in between. So, what's going on?
2: I gotta use the bathroom.
1: Oh, you got <laughs> Well, too bad. I don't have to. Well, too bad. Okay, so today's topic is basically, what have you, how, how have you changed in the past ten years?
2: How have I changed in the past ten years?
1: Huh.
2: I was only a small child ten years ago. I was three years old.
0: Three years old. No, that's, 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 that's he was true. just a wee lad.
2: That is not true at all. I was 15 uh, 10 years ago. Oh, my gosh, he's a baby. Um, <laughs> I was in high school 10 years ago, and I had full plans to, to take a scholarship, go to, go to college, and be a music teacher right out of college. Uh, looking into it, uh, I wasn't happy with how I thought uh, it would have been able to support me. So... Shortly after finishing high school, I changed routes, I didn't go to college, didn't want to go to college for any other reason, and uh, sort of ended up working job to job, and now I've got other plans, I'm working on my music. Don't need a college degree for that.
1: So did you think that better yourself, or do you regret not going to college?
2: No, I don't regret not going to college, you can, you can go to college later in your life, don't let anybody tell you different, you can go to college later.
1: Yeah, but wouldn't that be, like, less of a different... Like, especially if you're making, like, really good money, though.
2: Yeah. It
1: can be uh, a little bit hectic
2: to go later in life because you've got more responsibilities. You're probably not living with your mother anymore, and you have to go to classes on top of working your actual
0: jobs. I feel like if it's a goal later on in life to go back to school, I feel like you're going to figure that out. Because, yeah. you know, you're paying for it, so why would you... You know, want
1: to fuck something up, right? Right, right, but especially like with people that got degrees and they're like, I hate this job. Oh, yeah, I hate this field.
0: Yeah, right. You should take your time. Yeah, Yeah. take your time. I was 18 years ago. You know, I I thought about going back to school. I did actually start going to school. Um, I was going for music production and I was gonna go for business. And actually, funny story, I got accepted to La Corna Blue because a little fact about me is I like to bake but I don't know school, it, I had so much going on in my life at the time I was going that it, it just didn't fit not even know exactly what I really wanted to do.
1: It caught you in like that chaotic mm-hmm. life.
0: Yeah, it was like a lot of <clears> personal <throat> stuff around that time so it was kind of better that it didn't work out because definitely like 10 years ago I, w- I would have said, you know, I'm going back to school, I'm going to go back eventually and you know, never going back And like Cody said, like, I've just been focusing on my, like, art as far as doing my music, trying to do more of my photography. Now we started this podcast, so that's been, like, the main big changes. And, hell, 10 years ago, I was living in Michigan and, like, moving to Kentucky and, like, getting a job I feel like, you know, I could actually do and see myself, like, retiring from if I had to, like, choose this path and this is, like, the only path, like, I would be okay
1: what about you for me uh, i changed a lot in the past 10 years like a whole lot like i'm less shy and i'm less reserved depending on the situation now and back then i had plans to go to college just for a full architecture degree i was going to be an architect and i still kind of do want to be one but at the same time i don't see it but I got convinced otherwise by my family members saying, oh, getting in debt will ruin your life and everything else like that. You're going to have, like, a mountain of debt you'll never be able to pay off. And I kind of regret that decision on my younger half, and I'm still kicking myself in the ass every day for it. Mainly because if I would have just been stubborn like I am now, and you guys know how stubborn I can be. Mm-hmm.
2: That's, uh, that's something I see a lot. Uh, like, whenever I see somebody talk to anyone about going to college, uh, like my cousin, for example, uh, my family was telling him, you better go to college. You got to go to college. You're not going to have a job if you don't go to college. And it's, uh, it's one of these two extremes when people talk about, you know, whether or not you should go to college. Uh, it's either the extreme that you have to go to college, you should go to college if you want a good job that's worth anything. And the other extreme is that you should not go to college because you'll be in debt for the rest of your life. That's a lot of money you do not want to have to pay off.
1: Exactly. And my family was leading towards, oh, you're going to get in a massive amount of debt that you'll never be able to pay off because there are people in their, like, 50s still paying off their student loans. Right.
0: I mean, the same thing could be said with getting a house. Like, yeah, you're yeah so that is true. you on that responsibility like, and that debt. I mean, there's anything in life. You can't let... I'm proud of you because you're not letting your family run your life anymore in the way you were when I first met you a couple years ago. And you're, you're more independent. And life is about taking risks. Because we don't know what's gonna happen. You, but, you get into an accident tomorrow, and you could accumulate thousands of dollars worth of debt yeah. by just mm-hmm. doing that. So I mean,
1: but like in the past ten years, I've grown a lot. Like I've decided I decided I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah. Like going to Japan completely out of like the norm was against also my family's wills, and that was one of the things that defied you know my stubbornness. Is I told them I'm going to Japan, and they were trying their best to convince me out of it. I was like, I already bought t- plane tickets. I already have a passport. You ain't stopping me. <laughs> and I, it's just like I, I had to get out of that shell of it's only Kentucky that you're going to be living in. Kentucky only. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because people get trapped into that hole. Yeah. I lived in this area. I know. I'm familiar. It's like we're scared of the unknown, even though we yeah. see a lot more in this day and age. But I know, like, especially being younger, like 10 years ago for you, That wouldn't have been something you would have probably did or even thought, you know, you were going to go towards. Because I never thought I would be living out of state, like never in a million years until I like basically was put in that position because I lost both of my jobs. And at that time in Michigan, like it was hard to get anything that paid well because either you went to school or it was either you were going to work for one of the plants. And when I say plants, I'm talking about Chrysler, GM. For pretty much the big four almost. yeah yeah in the uh city that i grew up in everyone like if you didn't go to school you were aspiring to work at one of those mm-hmm. the idea of living out of state was was never 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 on my mind but i'm happy because it did push me and it made me grow into the person that i am today because i feel like if i would have if you would have just sat there and
1: stayed there you probably would not have that much progression right
0: right mm-hmm. because it's easy it's comfortable to be honest to stay where you are and
2: Right. That's, that's something I thought about a lot too, is the, the idea of moving somewhere else outside of my comfort zone is very jarring for me as a person to think about. I'm, when I get uncomfortable, I get, I'm very uncomfortable about things. So traveling out of state is something I've done twice in my life just for vacation. I've traveled once to Michigan to be with my grandparents for Thanksgiving one year. And then I traveled to Florida just to go on vacation with uh, some of my family. And, uh, Honestly, those were great trips. They were awesome, and I try to use those as an idea that, you know, moving out of state wouldn't be so bad.
1: Exactly, or out of country. Like or
2: out of country. Yeah, it's something I thought about too. I said, if I ever go to Japan, I'm only gonna go once, and that's to stay. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: to stay permanently. Just go like yep. okay, I don't know how I'm gonna solve this. It's just I'm gonna go to Japan.
2: Yep, never gonna see me on a plane.
1: But fun fact, if like in the past ten years, I didn't have my um, dreams of becoming an author. That came later on in life. Remember my whole entire foot accident where I got like a big piece of wood just lodged into my foot. Yeah. And I was down for like a month. I discovered writing. And that really brought something out in me.
0: I always thought you was a creative. I always thought that you... Yes, no. but it didn't have, like, a drive to it. Gotcha. Okay. Right. No, I see... Because, I mean, like like this. Just recently, we started this podcast. And me and you talk almost, like, every single night about the podcast, how to better and everything. Like, we talked about this, like, years ago. Oh, yeah. And I've known you for a good seven years. And we talked about it, I'll say, within like five years of knowing each other and we were supposed to start this so it's kind of funny we're talking about like progression because we definitely progressed into another area and we and i'm happy we're doing it together with ak wherever you may be <laughs> <laughs> please please anyone with
2: any information about ak please come forward.
0: she's on the back of milk cartons now
1: <laughs> oh wow but yeah, it's just funny how time changes and, you know, mm-hmm. you yourself change. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, even though, like, over the past years, I'm grateful that I still remain friends with both, you know, you, B-Rye, and you, Hoodie. I remain friends. But there were some people that came into your life. Some people left. Some people stayed. Mm-hmm. And right. honestly, that's sometimes for the better. Right. Because people do change and we do gradually just go about life the way we want to.
0: Not to be uh, an asshole about it, but I've definitely outgrown people and, and I feel people outgrown mm-hmm. me in situations and taught me lessons that prepared me to be the person that I am today. So I'm grateful for them, even though, you know, maybe hard may hurt, but I'm grateful for that. And one thing I'd like to say, too, I'm. Happy that I've taken my mental health like into consideration because I think we don't do that too often. You don't take your mental health into consideration when you're going through things. And yeah, it's usually on the
1: back burner, right?
0: Yeah, take our physical and just regular health. We just take our yeah, yeah, our, our physical and our like regular health mm-hmm. into consideration, but never like the mental part. And like recently, I say in the last three years since I've started like therapy and everything. Like, I feel like I'm a so much of a better person, and I'm in a better situation. It, my mindset is differently. I'm able to see more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's part of the story of my uh, personal progression in yeah. life.
2: I know I've never really taken my uh my mental health into consideration the first time i stepped on stage was terrifying you ever see on the movies where there it's from from the perspective of someone on stage and you've got that bright light pointing at you and you can't see the crowd and they're all like dark shades you can't see any features that was my very first time being on stage and oh my god it was terrifying but even though i felt it, it was very terrifying and i probably should have like thought about that beforehand I still think it was a good idea. I did grow as a person ever since I was first on stage. I mean, yeah, about ten years ago. Do you still yeah. have
1: issues with going on stage now, or not after a
2: couple of shots of whiskey? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's anybody get some liquid courage.
2: Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Every time I go on stage, I, I usually take a couple of shots and that calms me down.
0: Yeah, hey, it's a it's a high. Like, I've been on oh, stage yeah. a couple of times, and I want to do it more, but it's, like, it's a certain, like, high when you do it. Like, as soon as you get done with it, you want to go right back on and perform more. See, that would be my fear. Like, good thing, like, books don't, like, get,
1: like, crowd attention. Like, I'm not going to be <laughs> out on stage performing, like, writing my own book. Or oh, you're not going to do a book signing ever? I'm going to if I'm an yeah if I'm like a replicable author then yeah I would go out and do like book signings and stuff like that but if I'm like on a grand stage giving like a speech to a podium I'll be like
0: Ugh. yeah oh gosh Uh, Uh, um um, book
2: (laughs) don't don't try and get me to talk in between our songs on sets oh my god it's gonna be like so how's the how's the night
0: awesome let me just tune my guitar (laughs) honestly i'm afraid of that too yeah i'm afraid of that i'm like like i I just want to do my song (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you just want already (laughs) yeah
2: like uh like our singer uh our lead singer he's okay at it he's he's he forgets he's we we usually come up with like a, a kind of a script the script uh to read before uh we get on stage we're just like all right mike just just think just these right here we'll put it right here right in front of the amp just look down and read off of it and it's usually things like how's it going Are we enjoy ourselves thank you all for coming out check out our merch and then you know support the other bands and he's
1: well actually pretty i'm surprised bad I'm surprised you guys add that, support other bands. Well, yeah, you got to,
2: you got to, because we're never, well, we've been the headliners, but you got to think about that. You know, people are here to see usually the headliner. You want to, you know, pump them up because they're usually a bigger band, usually, not always. Uh, And that's what we like to do. And plus, you know, it's, it's just a nice, but like, those guys were awesome that came before us. Those guys that are coming after us, can't wait to
0: watch them. I feel feel the same way because I link other artists work all the time. And this does tie into the whole like ten year ten years ago. I mean, I've done that. Now I see artists that are like like I'm like I'm not in competition with you, whether you rap, sing, or whatever you're doing. Like it's no problem showing love, and I've learned that like we need more artists out here showing love to each other because it's a hard it's thing a to hard do. World. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to do, and it is free. And you never know, because that stuff does come back around when people will remember, like, you showed them love and respect. So,
1: Mm. yeah, I understand. Meanwhile, yeah. in the book world, fuck your book. Fuck your book. <laughs> fuck
2: your book, I'm the book. E to the B, fuck your book in particular.
1: No, fuck your book, that doesn't exist yet. Shit.
0: Oh, God. I ruined a, everything not now. Not a bestseller, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
1: like I'm, I'm just surprised to see that in creative communities, because usually it's just so damn cutthroat. Yeah,
2: everything gets cutthroat. And I, I try to spread that positivity. I try to compliment people on their works. Whether I like it or not. If, if it's something that, you know, they worked hard on, then they worked hard on it. It deserves some credit.
1: Wait, have you ever gave false love to me about reading my material? <laughs> no,
2: I have never, ever in my life given E to the B any false credit about his novels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. I gotta say this to you, Eve, because I've known you for so long, but your confidence, like, like I can see it coming out a lot more from when I first met you because you were so shy, like, between you and AK, like, y'all are in the same boat.
1: I mean, but, practically, but I, I, like, came out after, like, you know, a few conversations.
0: Yeah. No, but, I'm, just, I'm congratulating you because I can see the, I see the progression. Like, I'm proud of you as a friend, like, to see that you're coming out of your shell more... And that you're doing the podcast because I know it's intimidating, even for me. It's intimidating some some days to get on here and,
1: mm-hmm. and spill pr- my guts
0: and talk about my business.
1: <laughs> and I'm also proud of you because you have also grown like so headstrong in the past few years. Let alone, like even though like some things slip by, you're still stubborn. <laughs> that's what i like about you Is because like you won't you won't take shit from anybody that's what i love about you is because like okay if you see something fucked up you're gonna say something people view oh, stubbornness
2: you. as this terrible thing and for the most part if you stick by something you know adamantly to the point of no return without taking any and any input from anywhere else then yeah that's kind of bad but you know stick by what you believe in That's that's not the worst thing in the world,
0: right? And that's part of progressing. Part of progressing. We can have another conversation like this in a couple years. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe do another ten year uh,
1: reunion to this, just like so in the past. I'm
0: hoping this goes on for like a couple years, (laughs) like
1: like having like a ten year anniversary. Like,
0: like I hope Listen Up becomes uh, a full blown thing. Like, who knows? Like, we could have a TV show, news TV show. Yeah, okay. a TV show. I would love I would love that or even like we we
1: like no get like a dramatized version of our lives. <laughs> Jesus. Just
0: like you know I'm good at, at dramatizing shit. So it, it'll
1: it'll just be like literally like you handing me a cup of water. They'll go, go to me in the back scene, and just go like I can't believe it. He
0: handed me the cup of water in a <laughs> yeah. rotation
1: of like ninety degrees. Does he know oh, that I'm allergic to ninety so, degrees?
0: So so we're gonna go for like a Real housewife. Yeah, real Housewives. Right? real Housewives. Real Housewives real are Big following the Kardashians
1: or something like that. Oh God!
0: Like, <laughs> and in the next ten years, I really hope that. We find the whereabouts of our AK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, we need to find AK. We need to find her. We're gonna, we're gonna keep reminding you guys. We need to find our AK. Oh my goodness. Oh god, people are gonna take out that oh out of context
1: god. or <laughs> miss our AK. You mean the gun?
0: <laughs> click, click. We're talking about our. our people bullets.
1: are, people are gonna start doing this like AK 47s Go like, here's your AK.
0: Jesus.
1: <laughs>
2: Hey guys, this is the What's Going On segment, um, where we talk about the news, articles that we find online, everything that's going on out in the world. So, what do we got today?
0: Well, Burger King has been in the headlines lately. So they have an employee named uh, Kevin Ford. He's been employed for the past 27 years, and his anniversary just came up. And you guys know what he got. What did he he get? get? He got a goodie bag. Okay, what's in the goodie bag? He got a movie ticket. He got a mug. He got candy. Something you would give, like a child, like if you were doing. Doing their birthday Mm -hmm. and you put little things in their bag. Basically, yeah, this is the
2: stuff you give the children as they're leaving your child's birthday party.
0: They just did them dirty. Yeah. Thank you for your twenty-seven
1: years of service. Uh, Go screw off.
0: Right. And never miss a day. On top of that. Right. Right. Perfect attendance.
1: Perfect. Absolutely perfect attendance in twenty-seven years. Shit, I would have been calling in the next day if I got that.
2: (laughs) Now, all all seriousness aside, I would say I I would be hyped for that movie ticket. I love going to the movies so. But But that's me. That's me. I wouldn't say it was worth 27 years, though.
0: Oh, they could have gave him the goodie bag, and they could have gave him a little extra. And I understand, yes, he's doing his job, and if anyone wants to argue that, I'm not going to argue it down. But I want to say this. 27 years is nothing to scarf at, especially when people turn jobs every few months or, like, Mm. two years is, like, average. 27 years is impressive to me. They should have gave him some type of party. He should have got some type of, like... Compensation, like that's a, or at point. least,
1: or at least like a nice, you know, bonus, right? Just like, hey, thank you for your twenty-seven years of service. Here's a little extra,
0: right? Here's five hundred dollars.
2: Here's, here's, here's like a dollar. hundred dollars, thousand dollars,
0: yeah, it's- because these companies make a lot of money off of these people, and he's contributed twenty-seven years, mm-hmm. and he's made them a lot of money. So it's just gonna like, give me a little piece of the pie, just a little piece. He's not accident for much. He was very grateful when I uh seen the video on the shade room. Like, he was holding out the stuff, and he said he mm-hmm. appreciates it. He did an interview with TMZ and said that he's humble. He doesn't want anyone attacking his uh, employer. But
1: well, then again, he's on camera, though, because if he would have, you know, gone off about the situation, I'm pretty sure he'd probably have words in private about this, but if you have cameras on and you got interviews going on, would you really best uh, only means up to your income, though?
0: Uh... <laughs> Me? I'm petty. Yes. Me, Fuck them. After 27 years, so you gonna give me a fucking a goodie bag? Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I, I might have a few few choice words. I might have some. I mean, it's, it's disrespectful. A lot of people live by the whole... Be grateful you have a job. And mm. you're working. You're making some type of money. But let's look at it. If they didn't have employees like him... Working hard. Making that money having the no customers come back, then they wouldn't have what they have. He's a right. part of that. Yeah. He's part of the franchise at that mm-hmm. point. And if anyone's curious why he stayed for so long, according to an interview his daughter did with Daily News, he got custody of his kids, and he was a single father, so he started working, and he got remarried. They said the health insurance is really good, and he's put his daughters, he has four of them, through college, and they had good health care, and I'm, I'm going to I presume mean, that he really likes his job, too.
1: Yeah, because, like, 27 years at one place, like, hell, like, my former job, you couldn't get
0: me to spend that many years in that place. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of places, like... like
1: but then again, I've been on that spectrum where, like, that some employees really don't give a shit. Well, some, you know, just really big places really don't care about their employees. Right. And that's, unfortunately... They see some people, uh, like, some people see employees as just like, okay, you can come and go.
2: Yeah, they're they're this means for them. They're an object to their employer, not an actual person. They're they're viewing this as a means to gain money for their company and themselves, basically. Yeah,
1: we're not even, like, workers are not even seen as assets.
0: We're seen as replaceable. Right. So. And see, and then that's when shit, you know, hits the fan. When you start seeing your employees just as... Well, less You don't see them, you know, the humanity. Because, I mean, there's something to say about a company that will compensate you and really celebrate you as an employee. Other than giving you a fucking goodie bag. Like, we have this laying around the office. He did say that. He said he felt like mm-hmm. it could have been better. Mm-hmm. But he was so humbled about it. And that touched me. I'm like, you put so much time and effort and energy into this. And you're, you know, getting the short end of the stick. But you still remain... Humble. It says a lot of, to me about his character or who he is, and what probably what type of employee he is. He's probably like a really chill guy, just to be honest. Mm-hmm.
1: But at the same time, like I, I would have been so damn spiteful. I would have been.
0: Well, yeah. his his patience is paying off. Because his daughter has actually started a GoFundMe, and she's raised so far uh, $75,000 for him. And he said he wants to get a hybrid car, and he wants to take a day off, and he wants to uh, see his grandchildren.
1: Uh, he can, like, with that, with that amount of money, like, is it 7500 or 75000 75000 75000 With that amount of money, he could just, I'm taking a week off.
2: Yeah. Takes, he's going to take a single day off.
0: Yeah, he wants to take one. He said one day. He said he what wants he to did. see his grandchildren. It's just very humble stuff. Not like he's going to mm. buy jewelry or anything. Right. Like, I, I really admire that about him. Shit,
1: like, Burger King could afford all that. Yeah. Burger King could have been like, okay, here's your new car.
0: I mean, right? they could have if they if they care. It depends yeah. because, you know, we can't just point the finger at Burger King because we have to realize that some of these uh, companies are franchised. So, it could have mm-hmm. been the individual owner. But after 27 years, like... <laughs> if hoodie sticks around with us, and you know we make it, you know years out, we, of course we're gonna compensate him, because he's a, he's an asset. He brings something to the show.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I say the most he'll get is a uh, alcohol goodie bag.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs>
1: just just with one no with one bottle whiskey. Oh, oh. I'll take it. That's <laughs> exciting but, for me. Hoodie, here's 27 years of good service. You you brought your voice. You brought your spirit into this. You barely get paid fifty cents an hour. So oh here, God. here, here is one Jack Daniels shot little, yeah, yeah, one of those, little, yeah. little tasters.
0: <laughs> we can't make them take a picture and everything. But, oh like I said,
1: like I, I feel like if if we would eventually, you know, have like employees under us or mm-hmm. you know just like it, just an or, an ordinary you know corporation or just have people working with us, I feel like we will treat them a whole lot better than most of these places.
0: We will because
1: mm-hmm. they're going to get. Good pay, and they're also going to get recognized for their work,
0: as they should, because yeah. we want people to want to work for us.
1: We don't want people to sit in, you know, our parking lot and just go, like, "Oh my god, I got to deal with these fuckers." Right, right.
2: You
0: no. Know? Uh, we've right. all we've all been there. I, I literally I'm
2: telling, <laughs> telling you guys, if you guys get an employee base, dude, I'm about to be better friends with all of those employees than you guys. I swear to God, <laughs> I will know them on a personal level. But he's just going to be.
1: <laughs> but he's just gonna be over there with the editing team you know fuck Eric. fuck EB
2: fuck E to the B in particular
1: you know that novel he wrote fuck that novel <laughs> trash he brags about that novel bestseller million copies
0: trash like, we only have millions of dollars but most- I only watch the movie trash <laughs> the best we could do is this little dollar tree goodie bag mm-hmm. i mean it's not and and if that's all your company seriously if that's all yeah. the company could afford was a dollar tree goodie bag i mean you know it's something but definitely for 27 years of service and loyal service at that like that definitely wasn't enough mm. no not in my. but opinion. he's being blessed he's being well, he's mm. being blessed and i have to say kevin uh spade gave him five thousand too. Right. so he, he's getting the recognition that he deserves. And anyone who's, you know, stuck it out with a company for a long period of time, they definitely deserve the recognition. I don't want to hear, you know, it's your job and you're supposed to be your job. No, you should be applauded because turnover rate is high at mm-hmm. these jobs. Especially, especially now. Right? Yeah, especially now where people feel like, you know, you need me more than I need you. We need to be celebrating people, right. any company or corporation.
1: Like So I got one news story for you guys. Yeah, tell us about it. Okay, so this is a little bit morbid. A little bit morbid. Why, what I mean is a lot morbid. A Pennsylvania woman pretty much stored her grandmother's corpse in a freezer
0: for years. You, oh my Just God. to
1: collect social security checks.
0: <sighs> That's some crazy shit.
1: <laughs> but let me tell you something else crazy. This is This went on for
0: years, and nobody noticed, you know. When you say years, do you know exactly how long? I believe it was five years. Yo, so she's lived with a body for five years. hmm They say after, like, a month... Well, after a couple... Well, of- like, if you stick it in the freezer, then...
1: But then again, that won't stop the decomposing It won't process.
0: stop. It just goes slower. Yeah, it oh. just goes a lot slower.
1: And you're just going to have and Like, I'm surprised nobody reported smells. I'm surprised, like, you are able to live in those conditions. Right.
0: Oh, my God. All right. for a little bit of money. It couldn't have been that much.
1: Like, no, Social Security for older people are just only, like... At that, like a thousand a month. That is nothing uh, in this day and age. That is no, nothing. And that I'm is not, absolutely nothing.
0: And I don't justify her at all doing this, but I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of life, a thousand dollars isn't anything. Right. But
1: the fact is, the police found her doing this and they found the dead body. Guess how long she gets to serve in prison for? Life? Mm-hmm. 27 months. Two years. Are you serious? I am serious. And two years of probation, too. For keeping a dead person in your freezer. Mm. The Statue of Limitations is bullshit.
0: Yeah. Oh, is that what they're saying? Well, why she's getting off, like, light? Light as hell? That is. That you get is, more
1: for weed. Yeah, yeah, you get more for weed, but at the, at the same time, you literally. We don't know if you killed this person or not. Because the corpse is already a skeleton by this point. Or at least, you know, zombified to the point where you can barely recognize them. Ugh. And. We don't, you, you can't really, dis, you know, detect or deduce what happened to him. You don't know the person's been murdered. I would have charged her with a murder charge, to be completely frank with you. Because that body went on for years without being noticed, and you're also embezzling off of the government while doing so. That should have been at least life in prison.
0: Mm. I mean, they have be hitting all these celebrities up for, like, all kinds of tax evasions mm-hmm. and stuff, so I don't understand how she got away with it, basically. Mm-hmm defrauding the government out of all that money
2: like especially since you know it involves the government paying her like if it if you're taking money from the government i feel they usually smell like slap down on it like they'll put you in jail for life
0: and like get that money back somehow so here's the bigger question at hand that i have Mm. Why isn't anyone checking to see, you know, if grandma is still alive? Where's the rest of the family? Where yeah. Where is like nobody's calling, nobody's Well Social Security. Like you don't have to do no check ins or anything, you just
1: well no, like living with an elderly person myself, they nobody comes in to checks.
0: Like no government officials. You would think if they're giving you any kind of money, because they're nosy as fuck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, you would have to check in in person, or, you know, I don't know, video chat, or something some, or call. lines. But that, then again,
1: calling can be very subjective, too, because if, if a female-female, right. then the voices can mix.
0: That, I mean, that's true. That's true. At the very least, though. I mean, I feel like someone could have found out about this a lot sooner. Right. A family member would have been like, okay... Where is she?
2: Yeah, like, where's the rest of the family? Like, the actual family? Like,
0: like there's only, they not
1: know? There's only so long you can play, oh, she's not feeling if well. If my granny right.
0: is missing for that long, I'm definitely going to notice.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Especially mine, because she lives with <laughs> me. It's <laughs> like,
1: I haven't seen her in 20 days. What happened?
0: Oh, my right. God. Right. That, that That's a nutty story. It is a nutty story, to be honest.
1: Especially, like, I can't believe somebody would do that to their own grandmother.
0: Right. Their own, like, the people they love. Just for some money. (sighs) Mm -mm -mm. So, I have another story I want to talk about. Okay. And lay it on us. Alrighty. This this happened last year. This story is uh, via Complex. This happened in Atlanta, Georgia. So, a lady was renting out a boat for a birthday party. And she decided it was going to be funny to throw two guys into the lake as they were... You know, celebrating the birthday party mm-hmm. Well, neither one of them could swim And they both end up drowning Wow, did she know this beforehand? From what the article said? No No, she she thought it was one of those funny things Where ha ha ha, I'm gonna push you off uh, Like it's two. a mm-hmm. prank
1: bro type of stuff Right.
0: But yeah, but how how far is too far? Like you should know You know, usually people say Like I know me personally, if you got mm-hmm. me on a boat I'm gonna tell you right away Don't push me in the water, I'm not swimming Right. I, I, I can't swim like, but also, does anyone to do that?
2: Right. Also, but then it's, again, it's, people
0: usually think everybody knows
1: how to swim, and that's usually yeah. the case.
2: And it's easy to overlook this, and you know, it's easy to think it's kind of like goofy looking. But yeah, you should wear your vests as well. Those life flotation
0: vests that usually come with boats. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. To be honest, but I wouldn't expect anyone to throw me off a boat. But I get where, right. where you're going with right. that. Right. Like, so this
2: is this is not on them. No, no, this is not on them. Uh, but yeah, no throwing. That's just a whole why. And if they're, if you see them splashing around in the water, why doesn't nobody come to help?
1: Well, like, it's dangerous to rescue a drowning person technically, because with somebody panicking, they're they, gonna pull you down. Yeah, they're gonna pull you down. Like that's why you have like rafts or like a rope or something that right. they can grab. Again,
2: that brings it back to you know the life support, uh, flotation devices, and all that—the stuff that should be on that boat. These are things that you should, they should teach you when you get a license to
0: drive a boat.
1: And also, if you don't know, these people don't know how to swim.
0: Right. That, that's well, see, that's a conversation like. you always have, it's very important. And these were uh, black people. And there's an article I read a couple years ago where it said over. believe it was 80% of us, we don't swim like that. Like, I love being in the water. I could doggy paddle a little bit, but I'm not a swimmer. Like, if I was in that situation, I probably would drown drowned myself. Well,
1: hell, even, like, expert swimmers, like, depending on how far out in the ocean you go, depends if they can sink or swim, actually, because, like, some people cannot swim in, like, deep water. Right.
0: Well, I guess if you want to say good thing is that she was charged. Um, Mm -hmm. She was apologetic. She acknowledged that she shouldn't have did what she did. At and, least she
1: admits that she's wrong,
0: mm-hmm. right? And she got a year in jail, and she's gonna have nine years of probation with that.
1: I, I mean, that's still that's still I like, you, you do, accident, you took, like yeah. I understand that it's an accident, but she still killed two people. Right. There's like no
0: F answer, but, right. about but she's gonna have to live with that for the rest of her life. Right. I mean, yeah, that's
1: that's gonna torture her, but yeah. at the same
0: time. Like, is it really a punishment
1: no it's, right. it doesn't seem like a punishment to me only one years and nine uh, one year in like actual federal prison and just nine months probation that's not that's not even a punishment because you just basically snuffed out two lives right just like if I were to accidentally like if I was messing with a gun and my gun goes off and it hits somebody you know important and they were like okay you didn't kill them the misfire did no I still killed that person because I shouldn't have been fiddling around with something that I didn't know right.
2: I feel, I feel she's going to feel the burden of what she's done. I feel, at least from what I've read, that she's going to be feeling this for the rest of her life and uh, she's going to be harsh on herself. And While the, the situation would have been easily avoided if she hadn't just, just not pushed them over...
0: If you have a practical joker in your group... You need to know everyone's boundaries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and their limitations. You need to know if someone is going to like freak out or someone could swim, if someone could run. Because you never know what situation you're putting someone else in. And mm-hmm. it may be a life and death situation. And there's one more thing. There there was a, a college student who was being hazed. Oh, and- shit. Yeah, was, I thought
1: that went out of style like years ago.
0: It was supposed to. They have an anti-hazing law because people were like dying or being like really hurt. Yeah, and this guy was um, going fraternity, and he's twenty years old, and they made him drink from what I've read was like a, a family size bottle of vodka, and at the end, he went blind. Um, he can't talk. And, on top of that, like, he can't walk. So,
1: basically, they practically turned this man into pretty much just, a, like, in a vegetable-like state. I, I don't like to be disrespectful, but that's what that is sometimes.
2: So, so like, they made him do this. Was this, like, like what was the situ- situation behind him doing this? Was it for... It was to join a fraternity. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And they were... Of ha- course. And the bad part from uh, an article I read, his sister was, like, she had talked to him before this happened and he was like upset and he was saying that he didn't want to go through with it but she said that like he changed his mind and he was more so like okay I'm gonna like get through it and then this happens there was like there was more to the story like they were and beer in his mouth, like his alcohol level was like two hundred and twenty-five. Oh so almost deadly levels or deadly no, levels. No, deadly levels. No, yeah, those
2: are super yeah, deadly levels. Because you're not supposed like, to
0: go over, I think one hundred and five or something like that. Like that is death
1: incarnate. Like that is just way too far. The fir- the whole entire fraternity should have been locked up because of it. Right. Absolutely. Are 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 they getting locked up because of it? They're looking
0: into charges.
1: Okay. Yeah, they better all get charged. Everybody to find, that participated.
0: In. The parents are trying to find out who was responsible for what, because at the end of the day, like if, if he's not
1: able to recover, you essentially took this man's you know whole entire life away from him. Mm-hmm. Like then, yeah, sure he's still living, but
0: at what is thought? it? Is it living? Is it
1: really living? Because if yeah. you're just laying there and you don't have nothing going on, you can't see. You can't no, I wouldn't hear. want to
0: be a vegetable. No, like sure. I already say that here. Like, I would If it came to that point where they're like, you know, I'm just going to be laying there in the bed, let me go. Yeah, that, that's a fate worse than death in my opinion.
2: Yeah. I've already got plans. I've already got people who knows what I want in case of certain situations.
0: But these, you know, these people are taking things way too. It's never that deep. I don't care if it's joining an organization or it's having a birthday party trying to be funny. But it's never that deep to hurt someone else or take mm-hmm. someone else's life. Because you're going to have to, like, all those people involved with his, you know, what's going on with him. You're going to have to live with that. Right. For the rest of their life, for, for what? So that he could join a fraternity because he wanted to be a brother or have that bond? Like, y'all gotta do better. And, and someone should have common sense to be like, okay, we've been making him drink all day. He doesn't need to drink a, a family-sized bottle of vodka. Like, no one needs to drink that.
1: No. Mm. Like, this is just revolving around, like, that, at least the particularly fraternity story, revolves around, like, pretty much drunks. Because that's what yeah. most crap... They're all.
2: They're all just party boys, getting drunk, having a good time at the expense of
1: usually other people. But also, I don't say like the whole entire fad of joining a fraternity. No, because it's a brotherhood. It's a brotherhood. It's, it's yeah, it's a brotherhood. It's... But at the same time, if your brother, like, let's just say, if your brother came up to you just like, we're not brothers unless you have this whole entire family size vodka, I'd be like, fuck you, you're no longer. But that's family. when you
0: have to be strong enough to say, you know what, this isn't worth my right, life. Right. Right. You have to. I mean. I'm not blaming him, right? Because I, I'm pressure, not blaming him either. Pressure is 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 a bitch. Yeah, but in the same breath, like I know, you know I'm not finishing or guzzling down a, a big thing of vodka because I, you know, I know personally what it could do to you, so like you have to be strong enough to be like no I'm like I'm not I'm not going to going to do this and I, I know he wanted to really like from the article he really wanted to join this fraternity and you know some people actually grow up wanting to join these fraternities because my cousin was in it my brother was in it my best friends in it so you know they think they're going to have this camaraderie in there So thing. it's like a
1: rite of passage. Right. That's exactly to, what it is. It's yeah. a,
0: it's a you have to do this and then you're in. But, like, they need to tone down these hazes. These hazes shouldn't yeah. cost people their lives or it shouldn't cost you, you know... It shouldn't cost
2: you aspects of your life that would definitely wreak havoc down the road. Like, what he did, it it's wreaking havoc now. He's going through this now and he's... I don't know how he's gonna live. I, I just hope, hope he
0: recovers. Be,
1: yeah,
2: I hope he recovers. But outside of this, don't... For, for fraternities and all that, don't, like... Haze. Hazing people is just a shit thing. Shouldn't do it. Like, you know, having requirements to get in, sure, but not s- self punishment type shit.
1: Like, what happened to. Why can't we have a fraternity that says, okay, you can read two books in one day, and then you
0: Oh, God, dude, the nerdy fraternities? (laughs) Because it's not hard. It's not supposed to be easy. I get the idea. Yeah, I get that that. idea. It's just just like if me, you, and Hoodie, we have a brotherhood, it's like we're going to pick with each other. Mm. It's supposed to be that, but it's not supposed to cost you your life. Nothing like that's supposed to cost you your life or the way you could live, you know? That's just that's crazy. It's just
1: stupidity. Stupidity. over like this this has been going on for years and I'm surprised yeah because
0: there's probably older guys in this fraternity he was young he was only 20 yeah he was and almost, so he had his whole life ahead you just graduated high school literally and yeah. now you know you're now sad to say you're a vegetable now
1: right yeah and I' don't hate to be in that state right yeah. I got this new story for you guys so apparently a five-year-old boy died while being locked in his mom's car while she was working on on her daughter's birthday party
0: I'm in no damn sense. I know, right? Like, how do you forget your child in a car, especially a young one? Like, I I can't comprehend it because kids are annoying. Right. And I have younger nieces and nephews. I would notice. Right. I I, I would count and I would would take notice even if I'm doing something. Where is so-and-so? I haven't seen them in the last Mm -hmm. minute. They're not asking me a question. They're not asking to play on my phone. (laughs) They're not asking for the switch. So where are they? It's one of those things that it's...
2: You you would know it you should notice it immediately if you have a child and your child isn't there in the room with you. It's one of those things that you should immediately notice, especially a five year old. Five year olds can walk around and do stuff, hang hang out, break your tables
0: and all that. Beg for cake. Beg for candy. Yeah. You're setting up for a birthday party, so like something should have went off. Because in an article it said that she didn't realize he was still in the car for, like, three hours.
1: Yeah, three or so hours, and the boy
0: died of um, pretty much just heat stroke. That's sad because this is the fifth child this year that's died in a hot car. But here's my thing, though.
1: How do you forget it, though? Right. It's, that's what I don't understand. Because, like, I, I, like, you brought this up earlier. It's just, like, there's, you know, like, daily occurrences of people trying to remind them, hey, you have a kid in the car. Hey, you have a kid in the car. Make sure you leave something important in the back of your car just so you remember your kid is in the car. Like, how about remember that your kid isn't important in, in, in the car? Oh, man. Yeah, it's... Listen to the
2: radio at work. There's, like, tips and tricks on how to leave... How to not forget your child's in the car. Stuff like give them noise-making things that can make noise. I'm just like, they're children. They, all, they already make
0: so much noise. Yes, they oh. do. And ask a lot of questions. Mm. Unless he was sleep. But I still don't see how that party could have been more important than but, making sure that everybody was in the home and they were safe
1: right exactly, and plus like it's not like you don't have a rear view mirror rear view mirrors, you can look in your back seat mm. like I would know, like as you know because back when I was driving my nieces around, back when they were that small, you would notice a car seat in the rear view mirror
0: now this was a rented car in They said that the boy could actually get himself out, but because it was a rented car, it might have been difficult for him to figure it out. Yeah, I'm having a newer car. I'm I'm like, but three, literally three hours, three, three hours he was in there. I would have been noticing something in the first
1: minute. I'll be like, where's my little annoying crotch goblin? Right, right. (laughs) Like,
0: where, where is that little shit?
2: Where, where's the shit at that annoys me all the time? Oh, he's in the car probably. Where's
0: the one that eats at my table for free? Hmm. And the bad part is that temperatures in vehicles can increase up to twenty degrees in the span of ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So it like if it was night rise mm-hmm. so we were when this happened, we were in the hundreds, I believe. So th- that poor baby was probably roasted and roasting alive in there.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're saying for a, like I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. I know accidents happen, but not this type of accident. Not I, I just. I don't
1: know. I feel sorry for the daughter because now, her literally her brother's death day is on her birthday now. Right. Could you imagine trying to celebrate your birthday remembering constantly all the time this is the day your your brother died because your dumbass mom left her left him in the car.
2: I think Father's Day without when your dad's gone. Yeah. That's, that's closest thing I can put to it. Oh my god,
0: this is just right just always make sure that you are checking to make sure everyone anyone should anyways make sure everybody is accounted for mm-hmm. even adults you have to make sure that everyone's there
2: right
0: because if i don't see y'all for a minute and y'all just say y'all stepping outside and i'm like okay he, you know he's been gone for a minute where's hoodie yeah i don't you, want you, hoodie you to, to
1: be, get kidnapped i mean i'm you, very kidnappable <laughs>
0: things happen things happen and, and you have to be prepared this could have been avoided had the mom just took a minute and made sure that both of her kids were safely in the house
2: let me tell you something i do just when i'm driving in general if anybody adult or child i don't drive with children in the car i don't drive like a normal human being so it's a bad idea but if anybody's in the car with me adult or child i they're in the back seat i look behind me i'd make sure they fasten their seat belts And then I fasten my own seatbelt. That's the easiest thing you can do to remind yourself that your child's in the car outside of the fact that you put them in the car seat, put the seatbelt around the the car seat just to make sure they don't move, and then forget. (laughs) I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand how people can forget that.
0: So this is your favorite part of the show. This is our go-off segment where we go the fuck off about whatever the fuck you want. So I'm going to let E take the floor first.
1: Okay, so it's more of a disrespect thing that happened to me over the week.
2: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to.
1: You always disrespect me. (laughs) Fuck you in the first place. (laughs) But I was in search for a new car. Mm -hmm. And so where where do you usually go? You go to a car dealership, right? Right.
0: Or Craigslist.
1: Or Craigslist or whatever. But when you think brand new car, you think dealership. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was going to trade in my truck. And I was going to trade it in for a new 2022 challenger nice it's gonna it was gonna be a lot of money and i was they did a whole entire car evaluation on my car well truck it was in good shape great amazing shape for its year mileage and everything so everything was practically new in that son of a bitch and the car the car assessment stood up looked me in my eyes and said your trading value is only two grand Mm. Two grand. When I know I can sell that thing for eight thousand dollars, they try to play me like I was some dumb, innocent little kid. Mm. <laughs> and I was, and I sat there like as soon as I heard you're only gonna get two gra- grand, I was like, ha. Nope. Right in this face, grab my keys and walk the fuck out.
2: Yeah. No <laughs> car dealerships will treat you like the child. They're just big scammers. That's what they try to do. They try to get the most out of you. He was trying to get your money.
1: He was trying to get here's the thing though, you don't you don't fuck around with people you don't know
0: though. Oh, yeah, he because, thought he knew you. Well he, he, you you're young, so of course he's gonna try you. Yeah. yeah he's he, trying to get that commission.
1: He was just like, Well, if he if you do get like I was asking for about eight grand and that was that's generous. Right. That's generous for what I got. Eight grand. So when I said that, he was like, okay, so if you only have like eight grand for, you know, a trade and that's only gonna drop it down to like a few sixty dollars or so on your car payments. I was like, you don't understand me. I'm a fucking penny pincher. I am gonna <laughs> right. limit the amount I have to pay for this shit, no matter what. And you right. just like spit in my face with two grand. I like I seen like people list their cars like complete junkers on Craigslist on Facebook. Like a Honda Civic with 300,000 fucking miles. Don't work. Engine won't start for three grand.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've seen Hate it. it. Seen all it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and it's honestly bullshit that they are like, oh, you're not going to get any more out of that. Bull fucking shit. I know I can get more out of
0: that. Oh, uh, yeah. You better off just selling it off
2: the
1: street.
0: Yeah,
2: you are better Pretty off much. just selling it and then taking that money and then putting a down payment.
1: But my thing is, it's just because my youth always gets the better of me, and plus I still look young, is people think
0: I'm going to be fucking dumb with financial decisions.
1: Mm-hmm. People are going to try and play you.
0: Right. I mean, it'd be worth it if he was a woman.
1: I know, right? Shit.
0: Yeah, like, we'll give you a fifty for your truck.
1: Oh, God. And it, it wouldn't have been bad if they wouldn't have test roving, you know, that guy said, that's the best used truck I've ever ridden in.
0: And that's saying something. So do you yeah. plan to go to someone else to see if you could get a better estimate?
1: I mean, at this point, I'm going to treat them like one, like one and all. Just go kind of like, okay, so if they're going to fuck, uh, fucking treat me like a bunch of dickheads, then I'm just going to sell my truck the regular way and go to a different dealership because they don't deserve my money right. at that point.
2: Got to love the scammers.
1: Right. Oh, and he also tried to play me by saying that the car is worth 40 grand. I was looking at Dodge Challenger. Mm-hmm. And it, keep in mind, it was not like anything expensive like a Hellcat. It was just a regular base Challenger. He tried to tell me the car was worth 42000 I was like, looking at him, I was like, dude, you are dead wrong. That is not worth 42000 I saw it on your website. It was listed for thirty-six. Mm-hmm. And he kept on going on until I actually pulled up the website and go, like, here, if you have a problem with it, you should have told your
0: bosses with it. Right. And then once again, because you're young. Yeah, true. It, it doesn't make you right, but because you're young, people are going to try to do that type of shit. Take advantage
2: <clears> of you on all that.
1: So, what do you guys got?
2: I'll tell you what I got. So. I work in an undescript location. It's a small warehouse where I do simple things. It's whatever. Um, so uh, in, my, in my work situation, there are uh, six members of staff. So there's three people in the office, and then there's three of us that work out in the warehouse. Uh, that's all we need. As I tell people all the time, it's a one-and-a-half-man job two of us is there's not a work enough work to go around and if there's one of us there's too much work to go around so uh here's my first complaint uh this is all about my boss by the way this is all things that he can fix very easily so here's my first complaint we've got a part-time worker and when i say part-time worker you assume that they're going to be working you know they're going to work four hours a day at least right Mm -hmm. comes in he works
0: five hours a day one day a week how? Every Tuesday. That's what I said earlier when you we talked to me. I'm like, how in the hell?
1: Like how how in the hell are you gonna pay bills on me working five hours a day mm-hmm. once a week? He uh,
2: uh he actually has two jobs. So I understand why he can't work more, but at that point he should not work there at all. He should, you know, fire his ass. He can't can't come in more, he can't do more job because he's got this other job to go to. Hmm. Understandable. Uh and I have this other coworker who is full time, who works with me every day. He's 60 years old. He just had a, a, a brush with cancer. He's doing all right, though. But his health, his health issues is keeping him from working as much as me. And while I don't, want to, I don't want to force him to, like, have to work more and help me due to the situation that the part-timer is only working one day a week, though, if he has to call, if he has to call in, he has to try and make sure it's that day of the week or else I'm going to get fucked over and have nothing, nobody to help me at all. My boss in the in the office knows how to do the warehouse job. He will not come out there and help me. Three of them in there.
1: And that's the same thing with most bosses. Like, when it comes to warehouse works, they don't want to fucking do anything.
2: Yeah. I understand. You don't want to do it. Then hire people to help me. I explained to him all this week because my coworker finally got COVID, so he had to take the week off. I was working alone this entire week. He didn't help me at all. I had to load and unload everything. I do everything in this warehouse. It's just... Loading trucks, unloading trucks,
0: getting the product ready to go out, and all this. And see, that's part of the problem. When when you are a good employee and you can prove that you can run it, they feel like you can run the whole fucking thing, and they can save money by mm-hmm. not hiring anybody. Because I was in the process just
1: like that yeah. too. Because they're like, "Why would we hire somebody when we just got you?"
2: Yeah, they they're looking at me, and I'm. Mm-hmm. So all of this is very easily easily solved if my boss would just do his job. Or
1: just lend a helping hand. Everyone. Lend a
2: helping hand, like at the very least, you know. I'm not asking you to come out and work with, work with me all day. Just you know, come out and help me when I need help.
1: Or just basically, what you should do is just be stubborn about it. I can't do this. This is a two-person job.
2: Oh no, I'm already working on it. I'm going on vacation this the rest of the week, staycation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking for a new job, and then hopefully I find it by the end of this week, uh, because I'm gonna direct my boss to this podcast. That would be golden (laughs) One thing that I've gotten from my my mother And my mother's not the best person And me and her have had our conversations But the one thing that I got from her Is my pettiness (laughs) So I'm a sassy bitch (laughs) And I don't give a
0: fuck Hey, they, these jobs that make you feel like that Ooh, especially when much. you're doing every fucking thing and you really go in there with a good heart and like I'm just gonna do the best this may not pay what I want mm-hmm. it may be a little harder I don't like my co-workers or whatever and then they turn around slap you in the face and be like well be grateful you have a job mm-hmm. that brings back to that conversation we oh. were having
1: that brings yeah. back
0: the conversation to the what's going on when we're talking about the guy who was working for Burger King for 27 years like, people should be really grateful that you have employees who are going to go over and beyond and who want to. Because you could have that attitude like, shit, this isn't my shit. Like, what, what the fuck ever? You better hire someone else.
1: Because, like, I have a funny thing with that. Because I used to mm-hmm. be that go-to person. I, like, a former job that I used to work. I used to know, like, so many positions. And they would redirect me to, like, mm-hmm. okay, you have to do this, this, and this. One day, they wanted me to do three jobs at once. Mm-hmm. Three jobs at once. I told them. Just flat out because at that point I had enough. I had enough of doing like multitasking because they right. asked me to do another job before, and I had to do two at once, and that was always stressful. Now they're asking me to do three. I said, "You're not paying me enough to do all these positions at once. Right. Pay me three three empl- regular employees' salaries, and I'll do them all."
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, they
1: they just think you're just like a you know yeah. go pony.
2: Yeah, they they think you're the little pawn on the check on the chessboard that they can move however they want. That's that's all I have on the go off and uh, I, one thing that I want to uh, to say if you if you do listen to this Brian just know that you turned what was my the best job that I ever have into the second worst.
0: Damn. Yeah. Okay. So my go off is eavesdropping. Mm. Now, if you see me. And I'm having an open conversation, like we are having a conversation now. Mm-hmm. Feel free to chime in. Like, I don't care because, you know, it's nothing discreet. But when you see me kind of huddle with my friends and we're having a conversation, don't fucking stand in the back of me like you're invisible. I don't like people ear hustling and trying to see. If you're if you're curious and, and it's really that deep for you, ask. What are you talking about? You, you're probably not going to like the response that I'm going to have to give, but ask, mm-hmm. you know like recently i was talking to a group of my friends and it wasn't anything like really super sensitive or anything we were talking about the whole way versus road being overturned but you know there's some people who are sensitive to that because they're pro-life and because they believe what they believe and it's just i i don't want to put myself in a situation where i'm arguing with someone over their belief because i'm not here to change your mind or make you believe what i believe but the thing is, don't stand in the fucking back of me and act like I'm not supposed to see that you're there and you see that it's a private conversation. Announce yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, say, hey, I'm here. I'm doing this real quickly. I just want to let you know. I do that to people, you know, get mm-hmm. their attention. But this person just stood behind me, and I felt like you didn't have to stand so close behind. You seen we were having a private moment. You should be respectful, especially being an older person.
1: Mm-hmm. I I really don't get the appeal
0: of like each dropping in on private conversations. Yeah. I mean I'm newsy. but I'm but I'm respectful. Right. If I'm, if I'm gonna be, if I overhear you talking, then I overhear you talking. But I'm not gonna deliberately like place myself right. in your mm-hmm. conversation to go back and, and and what gossip about you or right. gossip about you saying. That's what's and, right.
1: gonna happen. Is then somebody's end up gonna gossiping,
0: or gonna or, or be, you're
1: gonna be like in your feelings because you didn't like what your opinion was.
0: That's probably that's what I. Uh, that's what I was trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't have a loud conversation. There's a difference. Right. There's a private, intimate conversation you could have with your friends, like if we're all in close proximity together. And then there's a loud one where we're kind of far away, but we're still talking. That was a private session. It wasn't for everybody's yeah. ears because of the situation that's going on. Because there's a lot of Christians, and you know they may not agree with my views on it or my friends' views on it. Yeah, that's why, that's why you don't bring them up in public. It's fucking room. business. Right, right. Because I, the last thing I need is you're offended and your belief really being pushed down my fucking throat. Mm-hmm. That's why I have, you know, private conversations. If I want your opinion or I want you to hear it, then I will have an open dialogue. Right.
2: And it was, could have been, at the very least, been, you know, polite about it. And like, if they were walking past you, you could have heard, overheard something like, hey, were you talking about this and this? And you could have let them know from there. No private conversation. Or, yeah, what's
0: your opinion? Right. All that. And that's happened before. Yeah. But like I said, but this one would have probably been different. Right. It'd have probably been like, you know, this is a private conversation. Mm I'd have tried to be as nice as I could be about it, but like don't fucking like sit around and ear hustle. Right. And try to have tea run back and tell everybody.
1: Mm -hmm. Because like some people can get in trouble for that
0: shit. See I was like to you. Yeah, but they. But I know they'll say they can
1: like dry a snitch on you in the fact, or just like run. just like, they're going against my religious beliefs, and they're just bashing me, even though they were not like in the conversation. They're in the other room. But see, I
0: know not to talk about because of the place. I know not to have a conversation that's going to be offensive. But it was just the simple fact that you placed yourself in my proximity, and you didn't even announce yourself. Like I'm turned back. I had to turn back. Like I'm pretty sure if you if,
1: if you know that person with that viewpoint. If you would have just said, "Hey, this person's in the viewpoint. Let's not talk talk about this right, right.
0: now." Yeah, there's times I'll shut down on conversations just mm-hmm. because I know it could come across offensive, or my I know someone has a stronger belief in you know so and so. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. It's just so. See, I would have lost it at like the close proximity. Like as soon as like somebody is. Too close to me, I'm
0: I'm moving away. I'm just like, all right, come on guys. Oh we did. I told okay. them, I told Excuse my friends you. to stop talking, like we shut it down. As soon as I noticed mm-hmm. this person was like just standing there pretending to work, I was like, All right, mm-hmm. you know what? Shut it down. Like we we're gonna talk about this when this person leaves because see? I don't they weren't around for very long, but it was just a simple fact that you're mm-hmm. staying behind us, you see what's going on. When people are huddled up together you know that they're talking about something you're right. not included in that this is not an open invitation
2: right and if I'm the worker in that situation and I, he was actually trying to just do work I would have you know said something like excuse me let me do this I gotta work right here if you don't mind so I don't do work in close proximity
0: to people it's rude right
2: whether you're eavesdropping or not it's just you know people don't want you that close to
0: them. I definitely don't i don't like people i try to
1: avoid them at my best
2: fuck people in general (laughs) that novel that people wrote fuck that novel damn
1: (laughs) this is our last segment what are you listening to what are you watching what are you reading what are you doing with your life get on with it segment so (laughs)
2: all right brb
1: (laughs) so what have you guys been listening to
2: I have been listening to this band called Belmont uh, recently. Like the
1: Belmonts, like in Castlevania? Yeah, Belmont? like in
2: Castlevania. That's exactly oh. how it's spelled. Just Belmont. Um, they released an album recently called Aftermath, and it's, it's weird. They've got this sort of metal vibe to them, but it's really kind of calm, like a calm poppy feel it's hard to explain you'd have to listen to them. but i've been listening to them to them a lot recently specifically their song 4am and ooh it's it's we it's great
0: <laughs> what about you B-Rye? honestly i haven't been listening to a lot of anything lately <clears throat> just to make mixture like my Mary J. Blige, Marzella Banks, Lil Kim—just pretty much your go-to music. <sighs> yeah,
1: I mean, we all have fallback music.
0: Yeah, I just—I don't know why I've been grooving to uh, Mary J. Blige lately, Man, it's it fits the mood, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, she got a song called "Deep Inside" that I really love, and um, I don't know—it just really resonated with me. And I've been singing that like on and off, and throwing some Spice Girls with that, just. <laughs> <spice it> <laughs> just throw some spice in there, just a little bit. <laughs> Still on my spice girl <laughs> kick.
1: But I'm, I've been listening to something that, something completely out of my norm. I've w- been listening to if you really consider that pop with uh, Billie Eilish. Yeah, I love Billie Eilish.
0: Yeah, it's like experimental.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's experimental. Like for some reason, it's just like whenever I'm writing that that voice kind of just is soothing
0: to me. Mm-hmm. I like a couple of her songs. I love her. This is one of my favorites. I I like her, but I just really couldn't dig deep into her. I'm going to try. Because she seems like, I like her personality. Like, I've watched interviews with her, and I'm like, she sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite song is Bad Guy. Mm. It, mine has to be NDA, to be honest. I'm going to have to listen to that.
2: I, lo- I love a lot of her stuff. Bad
1: Guy. I feel so let that uh, out.
2: <laughs> one of her new songs Haley's Comet it really was Haley's copyright
1: yeah <laughs> Haley's copyrighted Strike. right copyrighted <laughs> so what have you guys been reading or watching recently
2: uh, recently I've been re-watching um, well not rewatching, but I've been you know catching up on uh, Impractical Jokers, which I've been uh, left off a while ago.
1: Oh, God, that is old.
2: Yeah, so I, I stopped watching them around like season five or six, and I'm just picking up, because it's on HBO Max, and I've got HBO Max on my internet, so I've been picking up there, and I've just been watching uh, them while I've been doing uh, prep for D&D and stuff.
0: Mm. Nerd. Nerd. Blessed be. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I can tell what you're watching.
0: I've been sucked into the world that... <laughs> Handmake tell. <laughs> Handmade tell. Like, with everything going on, that's been popping up on social media. People saying, you know, it's really what's going on here. So, of course, I had to check it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm on season two, been watched season one. It's really good. I mean, it's disturbing, but it's really, re- really good. Because like it shows what? what people are capable of if we let things, you know, go too far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let religion and fear mm. control us like it could get crazy and we're not going to get into this today but it, it could definitely go into that direction and right. one other show that I've been watching that I fell in love with is Albert Elementary that show had me cracking up yeah. like it's so funny and it's so realistic So what's suggest- the show about? it's about it's like a reality show kind of like Modern family mm-hmm. but it's with teachers oh. and it shows like the principal she's not really really a good principal she's trying to run the school she actually like blackmail somebody to get the position i don't <laughs> want to give like too much out and then it follows the teachers around and they're funny it's really funny and light-hearted so if you want a good laugh like definitely check out avid elementary it's on hulu Definitely worth checking out. You will definitely get some laughs out of that. I'm down for some laughs.
1: Some things that I've been watching is... And this goes out of my norms because you guys know what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of paranormal stuff. Like demons, ghosts, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm afraid of all of it. And I've been watching just, like, ghost hunting videos. Classics. Just Classics. Like, with, like, you know, the classic spirit box and everything. EMF readers going through the house going, like, Oh my god, it's a ghost when it's just the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> like... That a part of me like wants to go out and do those types of things, but another part of me is just like no.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> It'd be I'm, interesting to do. I'm black. I'm gonna let y'all have that. <laughs> we know how these things end. <laughs> I would not be the first one to go. No, you have so, to come. The token black person is always the first person to go in these movies. Oh my god! Right. No,
1: no, no, be right. It's ritual. You have to come. When we have to split up and you're going to be the only one by yourself. God. Because <laughs> <laughs> me and Hoodie gets the attic, you get the basement. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Right. The first one. Uh, shit, I'm not even going to make it. F- <laughs> as soon as y'all walk away, uh, 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 I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I've watched a couple of Spirit Box uh, videos. That, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. It's creepy, but it's interesting. Like,
1: it's very creepy. Like, me Me and Hoodie play this game called Phasmophobia, like, all mm-hmm. the time. And, that game scares the living crap
2: out of me. Ooh, it gets me every time.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't, mm-mm. I, I recommend playing it, like, if you have a group of friends, just to see how yeah. truly dickish they are, hoodie. Where they close the door right behind you, hoodie. When they leave you in the basement alone, hoodie. When you're the one carrying this creepy uh, spirit box, and you have to go into the house alone while your friend sits in the van,
2: hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> You all can check out the future antics of us in the future on my YouTube channel if we ever get to it.
1: Like I said, all you need to do is set up a date and I'll be down. Mm. Sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're one to join?
0: He has to play. He has to, uh, right has no, no, no.
1: to play. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fummy to increase the PC So I'm going to have
0: this bitch lit like, mm-hmm. like it's Christmas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going every line on I'm like, nope. <laughs> Not only are we all inclusive, we include enforcing everyone to play. So you have to play. Okay. There's no choice.
1: It, headphones on, dark, at night, Not at oh, 3 a.m.
2: Even better. He gets to play in the VR
0: mode. Oh, and see, they trying to set me up. up this ain't cool. <laughs>
1: a local podcaster B Red dies for having three heart attacks over playing a video.
0: Game. Hey, you never know these days. <laughs> Just make sure if you do the "What's Going On" segment, you know, I'm, I was a hero, Purple Heart. You know, <laughs> he tried to save himself <laughs> from a ghost, <laughs> a virtual ghost at that. <laughs> That's
2: great. That's fantastic.
0: We would like to thank you guys for listening to Listen Up with b AK, and E to the B with our special guest, Hoodie. You're welcome. Thank you for coming back.
2: <laughs> no problem. Anytime. Just hit me up. I'll come right over.
0: Any last words? E. Please. <laughs> just, just please. Just please. <laughs> and, and we can't, we can't, we have to remind you guys we are still on the search for AK. We don't know where she is. We've been around the world, I, 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 I. And we don't know where our AK is. Right. So, if you could email us, call, text, send a pigeon, or see, you Or know. please,
1: please file GoFundMe to get me some rice.
0: Rice? <laughs> they still haven't fed
1: me in three days.
0: You gotta go on TikTok to understand, but... Well, AK's supposed to feed you rice, so... Shit. Um, yeah,
1: but please follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a TikTok, Instagram, and also a Facebook page. If you might, and be
0: interactive. Mhm. Yell at them. Yes, we we have the Facebook page, and we would like you guys to interact. And we will be asking questions through the Spotify page. So keep listening up. Yell at them. Yell on them. Yell at them. Just yell, yell all the words right at <laughs> their faces. Just walk up to them. Just all right. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Bye!